my friend. Hey, hey, Trey. What's up and welcome to the Fantasy Blink, my friend. Hello, how are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. It's hump day. It's May 26th, episode 317, and I've got my man Trey in the house today for the podcast. Always good to have you in, buddy. Oh, yeah. It's always a pleasure to be invited, you know. After my first taste, you know, I just kept coming back. I was like, I need to get back in. I need to talk. (laughs) I've got more to say here, folks. I've got plenty. All right. Well, here's I want to know what you have to say about this because you definitely have a vested interest. I read last night. Deshaun Watson will not be deposed in this ongoing case until early 2022. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> Fantasy-wise, I love it. But in terms of real life, you would assume that, like, um, him, the accusers, just, like, if it did happen, you would just assume they just want this all to be closed. Like, they want closure. But yeah. in terms of fantasy, I love it. Now I don't have to. Yeah. Now I don't have to go out and badger YK or badger Orange Tank for a trade because you know those guys are getting sick of me. And then we got Stinky Socks. You know he, yeah, he's yeah he yeah he don't like it. So so what? So Watson. So all all the the plaintiffs will be deposed uh, in the time leading up to that. But they're saying February, nothing earlier than late February 2022 for Watson to be deposed in this case. So it leaves it kind of. It's a little messy in the hands of the NFL because they, yeah. typic- they typically don't like to make moves on any of this stuff until it has had its due process. So from an NFL standpoint, I don't see anything coming down on their end. The big question then becomes, does Watson report? I mean, he's lost all 100% of his bar- bargaining power to leave Houston because they can't trade him now. I mean, right. he's, he's essentially worthless on the trade market for for what you know for the value that they should get for him in in a trade Mm -hmm. Uh, so he has to make a big decision on whether he's going to uh you know come in and work so he can make some money for his defense right well not even that you also gotta think like throughout this whole process he lost like his sponsorships endorsements things of that nature it's like where, where where do those guys go from there you know it's like do they give it back to him just to find out that all this was true and then they rebuke the, the endorsements back again? You know, it's just a messy situation right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't see his sponsorships coming back. No, uh, they, they are not held to uh, any of the NFL standards in terms of how they how they place their punishments. So they, they can uh, use the the, uh, pu- you know, the public opinion can guide them in their decisions as far as where they're going. So, uh, yeah, he's – and and you start racking up $50,000 a day fine, yeah. which was part of the latest collective bargaining agreement. It's really, really made it hard for these guys uh, to sit out. In fact, you know, there was news about what what uh, Rodgers is losing just by not showing up for the off-season stuff. Uh, yeah, seriously. So, so did you catch Kenny Maine? In his final oh. ep- final episode on uh, Sports Center the other night, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, I actually just gave it a whirl a little bit ago here. It was pretty good. Um, from what I got from what I got out of it, it seemed mostly Aaron was kind of there just to. Well, he clearly said he was there to support Kenny Maine, and you know Kenny Maine's like, "Come on, Aaron, this is my last interview. Give me something. Give me <laughs> yeah, some give kind me of some, right. 
you know this has got to be an interview, and everybody in the world wants to know what your status is with Green Bay and all that, and Rodgers did a great job of, of entertaining us and not really answering a whole lot. Uh, and then uh, I watched a little clip of, um, of oh, what's his name? Pat Max. Uh, Pat Max. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, his, his show, and he kind of broke it down in some, some different terms in, in what Rodgers said and what Rodgers didn't say, right? So he talked about his love for his teammates and his, his love for Jordan Love. And, you know, this isn't about the draft pick. It's not about my teammates. I love my – not about my coaches. It's not about the fans. And the one, uh, the one thing he didn't talk about, his love Management. for <laughs> – Management. Management. Yep, because right? I, I also caught that he um... – he also mentioned something about along the lines of philosophy as a reasoning. And yeah. then he also mentioned that he wasn't expecting to win an MVP. And, and when it did, you know, it just kind of threw everything off. And now he's just, he just wants to do, I don't really know how to go about this situation. Honestly, like I, I kind of side with Aaron. I side with Packer nation saying, Hey man, you signed this contract. We love you. We love that. You can sling this ball. We want you to come in and be our quarterback and just deal with this for now. But then again, I also understand where he's coming from, where he's saying, hey, like, I'm Aaron Rodgers. Like, you guys need to need to own up to me. Like, I'm I'm the dude. I'm that man. I'm that bad man, as Stuart Scott says. Yeah, and he, not Stuart Scott, geez. He wants, some, he, Smith. He, yeah. he wants some, some input, it sounds like to me, right? Uh, they've, done yeah. him, they've done him wrong repeatedly, right? It's, this goes all the way back to Jordy Nelson. Uh, a few a few years back where Nelson came in said uh, essentially said I'll play for free. Yep. I just want to end mm-hmm. my career here in Green Bay. I'll play for free and what do they do? They cut him. Mhm. Right? And then uh you know culminating this year with uh with Kum- Kumaro being cut. You know, these are these are uh, Rogers guys. Yeah. Right? And and the franchise is just doing things uh, essentially without even consulting him or you know or honestly maybe even going against what, what he wants um for their for their own gains and uh, you know he's kind of had it so so the interesting thing comes out of this is from what i'm hearing and reading is is this guy is a word and he is <laughs> he holds grudges like no other right. right there there's stories of of family members that he doesn't talk to that's <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly you know uh, it's like because of uh, things that have happened within there, and he, he just will not go back on his uh, on his laurels. So, it, what's going to happen here? You're you're a Wisconsin guy, right? You're up there in Wisconsin. You're you're um, right, in, right in the middle of all this Green yeah. Bay stuff. Is he coming yep. back? Right in the thick. Ah, man, it's tough. Honestly, I've been I've been asking around. I've been asking plenty of people. Such as Aaron Rodgers' return. I've been I've been gauging interest as well, and people are people are thinking. Yeah, either get him back here or ship him out and let's get some picks and let's get this ball on the roll, you know. I honestly think he's coming back. I mean, those those workouts yesterday were volunteer. Like, granted, Aaron Rodgers should be there. He should be getting first-round reps. But if Jordan Love's going to get those reps, fine. So be it. That's If that's what they want to do, sure. But in my opinion, Aaron Rodgers is going to play for the Packers this year. Yeah, okay. Uh, I, it, it remains to be seen. I, I kind of – I'm kind of leaning the other way. I think – He's going to force their hand, and they're going to have to trade him. Yeah, uh, where do you think he's going to go if he gets traded? You, where are you thinking? You know, everybody says Denver. Everybody says Denver. I've seen that a lot. Yeah, perfect landing spot. Uh, I think it's too perfect, right? Yeah, sure. It's, it never works out exactly the way that people uh, think that it's going to work out. So, yeah, probably somewhere else. Probably.
probably the Jets. <laughs> probably uh, the, yeah, right. They'll exile them, exile them out there. there yeah, well, 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 outside of that, I've been seeing like, uh, you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Outside, I haven't seen like Vegas and like Carolina. I doubt he goes to either of those places, but Vegas could be interesting. I mean, they're putting something together out there. Vegas would be pretty sweet. And you, you yeah, he, he does. He's a West Coast guy, so yeah, uh, he does want to get probably closer to the West Coast. You know, they they already talked mm-hmm. to Seattle, right? Mm-hmm. Green Bay was talking to Seattle kind of behind the scenes before before the draft, and and mm-hmm. had essentially offered. The, the house for Russell Wilson and, and Seattle almost did it. And then they're like, eh, no, no, we're not going to, <laughs> we're going to hold on to him. So yeah. it seems like Seattle's pretty sneaky these days. I, I think they've then they do that to um, who was it? The bears, the bears. Too. Yeah. They, they pulled the rug on them. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It just yeah. seems like they're just trying to see what the value of Russell Wilson is every moment. You know, it's like, yeah. God, like you guys aren't going to trade that guy. Let's stop. Let's stop messing around. Here. En- enough. Enough. He's our guy. Yeah. Right. So uh, yeah. We, got, we got some NHL last night. The uh, Maple Leafs take out the Can- Canadians for nothing. They're up three, one, that thing's over. Uh, Leafs are going to finish that one off. Now this, this other game, the, the uh, hurricanes and the predators, this thing was tight. In fact, the predators were up uh, late when I looked in on this one, I didn't get to watch the whole thing. Uh, the Canes seed in that division and the Predators being the four. Uh, the Canes come back, get it in overtime, and they are now up three to two, and they have Predators on the ropes. So we'll see if they can finish that one off. How about the NBA games last night? Did you catch any of those? Yeah, yeah, I caught a little bit. Um, I was actually working, so I didn't get all of them. But, I, I mean, from what I saw, I saw the game of the night, obviously, you know, the Lakers and the Suns. It was a really good game, like, you know. Lakers came back, tied the series one to one. Honestly, it just it looked really good. Anthony Davis, first game, he was just kind of he was just kind of there, per se. This game, he was super aggressive. You could tell because from what I'm seeing here, he had 21 free throw attempts. That's how you know that boy was getting to the line a lot yeah. last night. He was being aggressive. Um, from what I saw, he was getting in, getting his post game rhythm down, shooting shots. I see here he's got 34 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. That's a pretty good stat line. Pretty, then, pretty solid line, yeah. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, I also was watching, you know, LeBron's going to do LeBron-esque things. I saw him put that dagger in last night when the um, Suns are kind of making a run. But also I saw something that m- might be a thing and might not be a thing. Chris Paul kind of left the game in the fourth quarter and was icing his shoulder. I'm not too sure if that's going to be – a factor upcoming soon or not, but I mean, if I was the Suns, maybe they're just gonna brush it under the rug. But it could be a thing. I'm not yeah, gonna lie to you. No, Chris Chris Paul game at this point, doesn't he? Man, yeah, seriously, guy's that, been that, around. That, guy's been around forever. Seems like. Yes. Yep, uh, but yep. yeah, a little, little more of a Lakers pace to this one. One hundred nine, one hundred two. Uh, they they obviously are gonna prefer a little slower slower game against the Suns, a little lower scoring, uh, let, the mm. defense, let the defense win out, and uh, they got to control that and got back in the series one-to-one. Now they head back to L.A. Yeah, you talked about a little bit, uh, Davis kind of going through the motions, a little bit out of sync in the first game. You wonder how much effect that uh, play-in game had on them, had, having an extra game uh, before the actual playoffs started, and could have affected them. And the Nets, of course, pound on the Celtics, uh, one thirty to one hundred eight. They're up two nothing. Durant goes for twenty six in that one. Uh, the Celtics just have been a disappointment this year, uh, all, all yeah. around. And whether it whether it has to do with injuries or just underachieving, whatever. They're I, I think they're done. 
pretty much in this series. They'll go back to Boston, maybe get one of the two, and uh, the Nets will finish yeah. off and move to the next round. You agree? No, seriously, the Celtics are just – I don't know. Honestly, I think the way Danny Ainge just put his team together, seems like he was like, we got plenty of picks. Let's just take some guy and we'll make it work. But, you know, in today's NBA, that just doesn't simply work. You need guys that gel. And you just can't just stick all these random pieces together and just say, we're going to make this work. This is going to do what we want it to do. Like, you brought in Kemba Walker. You thought he was going to be the answer after they shipped out Kyrie Irving a couple years back. Clearly not the answer. You bring in Tristan Thompson. He does well. But then again, it's just like he's a little older. So it's like, why are you bringing this guy in? Why are you bringing Kemba Walker in? And honestly, Jason Tatum was just – he, was, he stunk last night. I see here he has a plus minus of negative 28. Like, come on. Man. Ouch. Like, yeah, like like they want you to be the leader of this team and you're posting a three of a three of twelve stat line, you know? You're not even you're not being aggressive. He's got two free throw attempts on the night. Like, he's got to play better. He plays plays a lot better. Like if you if they want to even get remotely close to the Nets, they've gotta start playing better because that team, man. They were clicking. I think I saw something that said they had like 19 in the first half alone. Oh, yeah. Like that is just, yeah, that's just crazy. That's, like that's that the definition team is, of team right there. Yeah, seriously. Just passing the ball around left and right. It's just crazy. It just, you know, the Celtics, they were, they were actually my pick to come out of the East when the season, before the season started, I thought, you know, they've got the pieces together, but it just seems like they do so much shuffling there year after year that it just is hard to get any cohesion with with the guys they have because they're constantly shifting guys out and trading guys and you know they're right they always have 15 draft picks and and are bringing those guys in it just never seems to gel with them so uh, we'll mm-hmm. see, see if they can put it together for next year but i think the celtics are pretty much done the mavericks 127 121 over the clips they have a 2-0 lead donkic goes for 39 as usual, right? That's what he always does. Yeah, that's the standard <laughs> for this guy, you know. He's something yeah, else. Real. <laughs> yeah. And the Clippers just he, look old. They just look old. One twenty-seven, one twenty-one. You know, they're they're yeah. down they're down two zero in that one, and uh, and they're they're heading for Dallas, right? Yeah. Those no, two, seriously. Those two were on the road, so they could be yeah, in trouble. Yep, it's like, uh, you, you know, you get Kawhi Leonard in there, the quad, he drops 41 points, third most in Clippers history. You're just like, they've got to win, they've got to win. And then playoff P, Paul George comes in, and he just <laughs> like, he just looks so good. I don't know, and during the regular season, he looks great, and then he just he just stinks in the playoffs. I don't know if it's a mental block. Like, once again, he was doing really well, like, in the first half of the game. Like, I mean, he from what I can see here, it's 12 of 22, 28 points. 12 rebounds, six assists, but it's just like in the it's, second that's half. Pretty pretty solid line. I mean, right. And this it's just in the second half that guy could not hit anything. I don't know if that's a mental block, if like people are just getting to him or like I don't know what's going on with him, but he needs to figure it out, man. Quickly. Quickly. They're yes. down two yeah. 0 and we'll see if they can turn that around. Major leagues last night was uh I felt like a lot of pitchers, right? Charlie Morton comes out against the Red Sox, goes seven innings, three hits, no runs. No earned runs, right? There's a big error by Ozzy Albies in the first inning. Cost them only one run. They had the bases loaded. Red Sox did with nobody out and only could get one run out of it. Uh, he walks two guys and strikes out nine. So after a really crappy start for Morton, he's kind of turned it around, gets the win. Logan Gilbert goes again for the Mariners last night. 
Uh, only gets four innings in again. They're kind of easing this guy in. Four four hits, two runs, no walks again. He doesn't walk guys, which is a great a great trade in a young pitcher like that. Four strikeouts in the no decision. Uh, Jared Kalenic, a big fan of the fantasy blink. He has been listening, and uh, ever since, <laughs> ever since I bashed him the other day. He has hit a home run, and then last night he goes two for five with a with an RBI. So he's <laughs> he obviously took that uh, took that episode personally. Good job, Jared. Keep it up. You're keeping my uh, my boy Tremel down in the minors as long as you keep hitting the ball, and that sucks for me. Otani with uh, home run number fifteen. People are talking about Otani as the as the MVP. 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 We're hearing the hearing the hearing the shouts, right? Yeah, great. Mm-hmm. He pitches every. 13th day or whatever right you're never if, mm-hmm. if you've got him as a pitcher you're never ever getting two starts in a, in a week out of him right he's down to 269 for his average now okay if you want to mm-hmm. talk about mvp let's talk about my boy vlad i was just gonna say that's that that <laughs> man he's he's a bad man because Ooh. honestly like last year he's just like I don't know if it's like, you know, the the nerves of just being pretty much in his dad's shoes, you know, just he's 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 Vlad now. He he's got he's the guy. And it's yeah. just like he, last year. Yeah, like, he had no expectations coming in, right? <laughs> right. It's just it was just no it was pressure just, at all, right? <laughs> night and day, night and day. Like his his stat line is crazy this year. I just uh, I kind of equate it more more than anything to his patience at the plate this year. He's been walking. Sure. He's been walking and that is a key. And uh, because he's a little more patient, he's getting a little better pitches to hit. Granted, that lineup he's in makes it a little bit easier, right? With all those guys around him, uh, he's going to get pitches to hit. Well, he hit his 16th last night, and he's got that average up to 339 now. So you want to talk about MVP candidates. Uh, I think we need to uh, quiet down a little bit on Otani for a while, let him get his batting average up, let him – uh, get on the mound a little bit more than once every uh, two weeks and, and see if he can try to keep up with Vlad, but I think he's the guy. Uh, Adelis Garcia, this uh, out-of-nowhere center fielder for the Texas Rangers, he hit his 15th last night. Uh, we, had the, we had the pitcher's duel, uh, Chicago White Sox taking on the St. Louis Cardinals, and you had Lucas Giolito against uh, Flaherty, who was 8-0, Right. This was a no brainer. Flaherty was going to roll through this one. Well, Giolito goes six innings, six hits, one run, no walks, five strikeouts in the win. Flaherty, get this one, 3.2 innings, six hits, three runs. Now three earned runs, but uh, he gave up like seven. Uh, So there was an error or two in there. Uh, Two walks, three strikeouts in his first loss of the year. He goes to eight and one. Uh, Jose Abreu Abreu had his 10th home run in that one. Kershaw, 7.2, four, four hits, one run, no walks, six strikeouts in the win. How about, how about this guy? You, you have to know this guy again, Milwaukee guy, Corbin Burns. Can this guy get some run support, please? Can the whole Brewer team get some run support, man? It's just been, he goes it's just out been again. Terrible. Burns goes out again. Six innings, two hits, four runs, three walks. Oh, three walks. That's like, uh, that's like two seasons worth for him. Uh, seven seven strikeouts in the loss to the Padres, but he got all of zero runs while he was in the game. The the Brewers got their one run in the seventh after he had left the game. Thanks a lot. Uh, I I tried to look this up last night, could not find any actual data on it, but I I am curious if that team is scoring more than one point three runs per game for him. 
Uh, it, yeah, it's the, the support's just been really bad in Milwaukee right now. You know, you get Yelich back in the lineup, and it's, you know, they just need to turn around. That's yeah. all I got to say about that, you know? Get, like give, you the said, guy, big... give the guy some help. <laughs> you know, he's, yeah. he's, he may be the best pitcher in the league, and he's two and four. Two and four now, yeah. right? With an ERA under two. Great. Nice job, hitters. Come on, get on. Rich Hill for the uh, for the Rays goes eight innings, six hits, two runs, zero walks, 13 strikeouts in the loss. Yeah, the Rays lost, snapped their 11-game winning streak uh, because he got out-dueled by Brad Keller, who went seven innings, four hits, one run, four walks, seven strikeouts in the win. Jacob deGrom was back. Syndergaard is not. Did you see that? Yeah, another TJ. Another setback in his rehab uh, outing mm-hmm. for a single-A club down in Florida or something. He, uh, they pulled him off the mound because he had some, uh, had some pain. I don't know if he's ever going to, if this guy's ever going to do anything. But DeGrom, DeGrom only got 63 pitches. They were easy with him. Five innings, three hits, uh, one run, no walks, nine strikeouts in the no decision. Uh, Aaron Savale, part of that uh, big deal with uh, Mark and Canada. Yeah, the what's other up day. with that? Uh, Aaron Savale goes eight, eight innings, six hits, one run, one walk, six strikeouts in the win. There, I already talked about Vlad. Steven Matz just keeps killing it uh, for Toronto. Six point two, six hits against the Yankees. Six hits, no or one run, no walks, ten strikeouts. He did that against me. I, I, I'm playing. I can't remember who I'm playing. Snyder or something this week, and I got Vladded and uh, Matzed last night. In that, in that wow! Start good start to the week. Yeah, Great. Dan. Dan actually set his lineup against you. I appreciate that, <laughs> Snyder. Snyder. <laughs> Good He's back. Yeah, he waits to do that against me. Appreciate it. All right. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Molly for the uh, Reds, 5.13 hits, no runs, one walk, two strikeouts in the win against Scherzer. He took the loss. He went seven innings, five hits, two runs, one walk, nine strikeouts. That guy just strikes everybody out. It's amazing. Uh, the Phillies had a shutout. Velazquez was good in that one. Alcantara was even better. Uh, but, again, Miami didn't score any runs for him the jock strap had two home runs uh for the cubs yesterday i actually had him in my lineup amazing when he did it which is a rare occasion and jazz chisholm got hurt again man i cannot keep this guy healthy i tried to tried to give him the uh the jinx of the blink by talking about him yesterday how he hasn't done anything since he came off the uh off the IL, and then he uh, got a hit and stole the base last night, and then uh, then turned his ankle. So I was gonna say, yeah, I saw I saw that turn his ankle there. I think they just need to stop running this guy. I guess no, even though he's got no. he's got yeah right, even no, though he's got tons of speed, bases, man. <laughs> even though he's get he gets yeah, even though he swipes the bags a lot, either that or he needs to get in the weight room. One of the two, I don't know. Some, Maybe he needs yeah, to do some ankle some they, ankle workouts. Yeah, they said he turned his ankle while rounding first. Great, yeah. Uh, in other news, Wayne Gretzky joins the Turner Network as an analyst for TNT. Did you know that uh, NHL is going to TNT next fall? No, I didn't. That's I, great. I for, didn't either. Until I read that's great for them, you know. So, yeah, so he's going to be one of the analysts with Eddie Olchek and uh, one of the Albert guys. Uh, I don't know which one. There's like six Alberts that do uh, broadcasting, right? Sure. So yeah, so they will be taking That's... over some of the hockey broadcasts on TNT, 
which is kind of cool. I mean, it's it's getting a, little, getting a little more mainstream, right? It's hard to find this stuff on NBC Sports Network every once in a while. I was just going to say, yeah, that's huge for NHL is, like, getting that exposure on TNT, you know? It's like – because, honestly, I, I wouldn't even be able to tell you what channel a baseball game comes on, to be honest. And now that it's on TNT, it's like maybe I'll tune in a little bit more. That's yeah, huge yeah. for them. And they can advertise it during the basketball games. Yeah, and, you, <laughs> right? you know, I mean – you get that. You get that guy Wayne Gretzky too. You know that that's huge. Like There's I think people tune in on that alone. Yeah, right. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Uh, should be fun to see how that plays out. Uh, let's see what was uh, what else was I going to cover? I think that was it. Man, look at that. This is a twenty-five minute blink. This is like the old days. I love it. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Hey, I so could, I just I, I just got I got I busting off these nine minute nine nine minute podcasts and be like, oh, did I leave the people wanting more or what? But not today, man. We're going <laughs> we're going twenty five minutes deep on this bad boy, and uh, lots of great information for everybody. Anything you want to uh, get in there before we get out? Yeah, here? yeah. Just a couple more things about NBA. I don't know if right. you saw recently. Um, Knicks versus Hawks, good matchup. You know, two two scrappy teams coming coming up. But did you see the mayor? of New York, call out Trey Young and say he's hunting for fouls. <laughs> the mayor? Yeah, the mayor. <laughs> the same mayor who was just wearing a Brooklyn Nets jersey the other day uh-huh. is now siding with the Knicks, and it's just it's just so funny to me. It's just like, oh, everybody you know, everybody loves the Knicks again. Yeah. The Knicks got a Nick, though, yeah. you know? Maybe he could just shut up and do his job. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> stay, out, stay out of the important stuff, man. Leave our basketball right. alone. Right, right, right. Trey Young's doing fine. He's doing just fine. <laughs> Anything else? Nope, that's all I got. I mean, we got some, like I said, we got some NBA matchups tonight. We got the Knicks versus the Hawks, Grizzlies versus the Jazz. Hopefully, um, Donovan Mitchell plays. He's been out since April 16th with an ankle injury. Yeah, they've been he didn't play in the last... coming back. So. Yeah, he was upset he didn't play in the last game. But, you know, um, sometimes the medical staff, when they give you, an, when they say something, you just got to listen to it, unfortunately, you know. But if he doesn't play, the Grizzlies honestly could swipe another game. They're very scrappy. They look like they 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 look like they want it. They look like they want to win a series. Exactly. And sometimes your medical staff is influenced by maybe somebody else saying, "Well, we can probably get through this series without him." Let's, right. Uh, let's go ahead and give mm-hmm. him a little bit. And pretty soon you find out you're down two nothing and going mm-hmm. on the road uh, to, right. like you say, to a scrappy Memphis team, and uh, things could be over in a hurry for the number one seed if they're not careful. Seriously. And then last week we got the Wizards versus 76ers. I don't know. That one's over. <laughs> that one's over. And Embiid, yeah. Embiid is just – he's on it. So that one's over. Philly's playing pretty good. Yeah. So no Blazers tonight? Uh, no, I want to say they are tomorrow. Let me double check. Yeah. It's always fun. Uh, it's always fun. I work uh, at the restaurant on Wednesday nights, and and when the Blazers mm-hmm. are on, we have something to gather around the TV and watch while we're uh, when we should be working. So, I guess yeah, we got uh we got the Blazers tomorrow night, uh, 9 30 p.m. CT. So that'd be seven thirty your time. Yeah. Yep. 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 So yep, tomorrow at seven thirty. We got gotcha. you back in town. Back in town tomorrow, tied up at one one. So, uh, yep, and we'll see if. Uh, if we wrap up any of these NHL series, I believe Pittsburgh and and uh, not Washington, yeah, Pittsburgh and the Islanders will be playing tonight, and uh, the Islanders have taken that thing to a three-two. <clears throat> See if they can finish it off. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're getting close to moving on to the second round in the NHL playoffs as well, and the basketball will be there before we know it. And yeah. things are heating up. Absolutely. All right, brother. 
yeah that's gonna thanks again it. you know uh, thanks for having me you know that's, all, that's a pleasure to be... episode right there <laughs> put that one in the vault Woo! let's I do it you coming in i can't wait till next time now we got you warmed oh. up and uh yeah this we could make this a regular thing anytime right i'm just a, i'm just a little chatty kathy you know these days first <laughs> episode i just kind of said my spiel i was kind of a little more timid didn't know what to say had to talk with you you said just go for it man so you know i'm, I'm here i'm talking we're more active. This this is this was great. We were it. sitting at twenty eight minutes and counting, and <laughs> the blanket's back, baby. I hey, what about, what about what about what about the what about Trey and Bonds? You, you know that Trey and uh, what did I say? That's the way or something like that the other day. What's up with that, huh? Yeah, yeah. We're and we're still working on more. I, I I'm, <laughs> I'm itching to get Eichel, but uh, man, I'm reading the medicals on the dude, and they are in this uh, this hey, little, hey, this sh- little dispute in Buffalo right now where. Michael says one thing and the franchise says another and uh, he wants to have the surgery and they don't want him to have the surgery. So uh, it scares me a little bit because, uh, you know, you'd like them on the same page in terms of what they want to do. Dude's a young stud. And uh, yeah, you know. it's like I'm stuck with the guy now. It's like everybody wants him. Nobody wants to pay for him. I was trying to I was trying to toss him on an orange tang the other day but you know orange tang he just likes to give me the business all the time he's like i ain't taking no hurt guy i don't want him and i was like ah dang it everybody knows everybody knows about this stupid well, neck injury i mean it, it'll it'll work itself out i think uh they said they have to give it the franchise said that he has to give it 30 days uh, be, uh with the rehab and the stuff they've been doing and then they can make another determination from there but all the team doctors are all the team doctors of course are saying no surgery and and eichel's saying yes surgery so and and it's apparently a, a surgery that's never been done on an nhl player before so that's what's got the, oh. the the franchise a little bit jumpy about it but uh but then if you read up on the surgery the success rate on it is super duper high um so, and there's a couple different ways they could go with it too. So it'll work itself out and, and you and I will get it done. We'll get it done. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll sense, I'll send some guys your way and make your football team even more dominant. And, and uh, oh. it will, it will make my hockey team a little closer, closer. Yeah. To, to yeah. Yes. Yes. That you're going for, we need, we need you to, we need to bolster up that roster a little bit, you know, we'll, we'll get you going. We'll get Absolutely. you there. Absolutely. And you got your Deshaun back. It looks like, so that's uh that, that'll, take a little pressure off your yeah quarterback that, that's a start that's a start relief you know because i don't know if you saw the other day i went out and um snagged up uh famous james uh yeah off canada you know the canada the canada exchange rate is very very high right now i love yes. those guys yeah yeah no you got a good deal on that one i actually it was funny when darnold got traded to the carolina panthers i went into uh, i'm kind of thin at quarterback in the KFL. All I've got is, is Dak really, and, and nobody oh. else. And so I go into the waiver wire looking for, uh, looking for Sam Darnold thinking maybe, huh, maybe he's, he's sitting in there on the way. Jameis was on the waiver wire. Wow. Yeah. That's a, that's a steal. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I grabbed Jameis and big Ben just for the fun of it. Uh, and sure. short up my quarterback position off of the waiver wire for nothing, you know, free, free pickups. And, uh, it was funny because a couple of guys in the league were like, wait a minute. He was on the waiver wire? Like, right. I was yeah, saying the same thing. <laughs> yeah. And you know who wasn't? Sam Darnold wasn't on the waiver wire. I, that's the guy I was looking for. So, it was uh, kind of yeah, that, that Sam Darnold owner needs to get a talking to. It's like you pick up Sam Darnold over famous Jameis. Yeah. Just kidding, but man. Good stuff. Well, since, Good stuff. since we're on the Saints, before we wrap it up, what do, you, what do you think of the quarterback situation? You know, I mean, we got Taysom Hill, we got 
Jameis Winston, do you think Taysom Hill can handle the load as the quarterback? Yeah, so so I mentioned that in a previous podcast where I was breaking down my quarterbacks to grab, right? Because mm-hmm. they're going to be, especially in redraft type leagues, where they're going to be a little on the cheap side. You know, guys mm-hmm. that you guys you can get maybe after the tenth round, and I and I essentially said you have to grab one or both of them, right? Because right. we don't yeah. know we don't know where it's going to land. We don't know if it's going to be Hill. We don't know if it's going to be Winston. Uh, we don't know if it's going to be a combination of the two. Right. right. Uh, but you have to have both of them because uh, one of them is going to be a top 12 quarterback. Period. Right. One, one of them is going to be top 12. So you got to make sure you have you, you got to have them. You got to have them covered. So uh, I don't know where they're going to land. I'm not as if you've listened to the podcast before, you've you know, I'm not a Taysom Hill guy. Uh, right. Never, no. never, been, never been big on him. I am a Jameis guy. Uh, I don't. I'm a fantasy guy first, right? I don't care uh, if your team loses 45 to 44. Uh, if Jameis goes for 370 and four, uh, that's that's all I need in fantasy. <laughs> I'm very happy with that. And and that's what he does, right? You only lose a point or two for each interception. That's, that's right. a big deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was talking to YK the other day, and he's like, he was talking about how the trade and James Winston, this that, and the other. I'm like, hey man, I just need the guy to throw the ball and get a couple of touchdowns. I'll take, I'll take the interceptions with it. That's yep. fine. Yep, those cost you nothing, other unless he gets benched, you know. But you know, it takes a it takes a lot to get benched. Sure. So yeah, it's a lot of interceptions. So I think he can do it. I, you know, I, I I'm not a huge Sean Payton fan, so I would love to see uh, Sean Payton have to coach him, right? And pull all his sure. hair, out, pull all his hair out while Jameis is throwing for four fifty and four and four, right? And just driving Sean Payton up the wall while they're winning fifty two to fifty one, and uh, <laughs> I, I would just enjoy that because he's had it, he's had it easy with Drew Brees for uh, too long, <laughs> right? And, I, and my assumption is they're going to assume that um, you know. They're gonna carry over the we'll say we'll call it the Drew Brees isms over to the next regime or next quarterback at the helm of the New Orleans Saints, and who knows if they're actually gonna carry over all of his his tendencies and things like that. We'll see. Exactly. It'll be interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a, he's a, gonna be a hard one to replace uh, in in that leadership department. Although I think uh, Jameis fits that mold maybe a little bit better than Taysom Hill does. Uh, because Absolutely. there's one thing that they have said, any, anybody that's played with Jameis has said, is the dude is a leader. So um, Yeah, you know. he just wants to win. Yep, so we'll get him in there. All right, bro, I'm out of here. I got to go to work. I got to do some stuff. <laughs> sure you do, too. Uh, we'll do yes, this sir. again real soon, hopefully. And uh, this was oh, a yeah. great, great episode, number 317 of the Fantasy Blink. For Trey, I am the commission. I am saying over and out. Later, guys.